0: Hello and welcome. We are coming at you from Around the Wicket. My name is Damo and with me is Azza. How you doing?
1: Damo, I am fantastic, mate. It's very exciting to be here again for episode two of Around the Wicket. It's been a little bit, uh, a bit of a time between episodes, but here we are with just 50 days out from round one of the start of the season. How are we feeling, Damo?
0: It's getting closer and closer. There was a time when we were trying to queue up this content and it was too early, too early, too early. And now it feels like everything's coming at a rush. So episode two coming out 50 days to go. Um, Supercoach BBL opened just over a week ago. I know for me, at least lots of tinkering has already taken place. Uh, Stars, Thunder, Strikers have the double in week one, but there are some single game week players who are at very enticing prices.
1: Oh, it's an interesting one because I, while I've always been of the advice that don't get sucked into too many double game week players, I just don't think there's going to be enough value given the batsmen and bowlers that we've got available at our disposal with the Strikers, the Thunder and the Stars um, have both having the double, and then Thunder again in round two. So there'll be lots of people loading up on the Thunder, I suspect, especially with some of the uh, the big-name recruits. Riley Russo, probably one of the biggest ones that'll uh, get super coaches very interested, coming in at 105,000. So you on your radar, demo.
0: He's been in versions of my team. He's not in the current version, but I do want to squeeze him in somehow. It's just a matter of, who I take out to fit him in and who I, and it's always these decisions where you take someone out at the last minute, put someone in and the person who you put in scores about five off 10 balls. And then the person who you've taken out scores about 50 off 20. So it's one of those decisions that, that hopefully you don't think about too hard, but you kind of got to back your gut in these situations
1: yeah, and look, it's, it's a hard one with someone like Riley too. Given his past performance in the BBLs, it might turn off quite a few people, but geez, he was absolutely incredible over in England recently. His form was just undeniably good, and I really, really like him as a player and have locked him in. But what about your first pick, Damo? So Supercoach opened a, a less than a week ago, as he mentioned. When it opened, who was the first place player in your side?
0: Rashid Khan had to be he, didn't it he, he's too obvious I'll say someone else David Willie
1: interesting 149,500 bowl bat. Let's talk us through him, Damo
0: good with the ball good with the bat 149k um two double game weeks over the first so four games in the first two rounds he just just makes sense, you know. These dual position players—they have multiple ways to score points, and he's got form. He's got form going into the series.
1: Yeah, this is very true. And for me, it was um, his counterpart, Daniel Sam's, my first pick, coming in from the Thunder at one hundred and seventy nine thousand three hundred. We love Sams here. It's um, around the wicket. He's been an absolutely incredible BBL player for many years and has always been one of my favourite players. So he was 100% locked in the second uh, Supercoach opened.
0: How are you feeling about Matt Short? Burst onto the scene last season with his batting and his bowling with obviously some players missing for the strikers. He's now just a touch under 200K. Do you think he can back it up? Do you think he's worth that large price tag in week one, especially with the double back, uh, the double game week for the Strikers?
1: Jeez, and this is such a hard one. I mean, we've seen it from past seasons that you've really got to take a gamble on these sort of players that are such high priced that you're not 100% sure about. Rashid Khan's a different beast. He is locked and loaded every week. He will guarantee you points. Matt Shaw blew off, as you said, he just exploded onto the scene last season. It's now coming into this season at one hundred and ninety-seven thousand, at one of the most expensive players. I'm not sure. I at the moment he is in purely because of strikers double, but I'm a little nervous just on some recent domestic form with Victoria at the moment. Not really scoring as well as I would like.
0: We'll talk about those games a little bit later in the podcast. Obviously, the strategy is to prioritise these players who have the double game week in week one, but players like Michael Nisa and Majib Yaraman look very good value at just over 100k. And I can imagine Kazali's Stadium being a very good spin deck up there in Cairns, especially for Majib. So, um. He's probably one that people may look to start at just over 100K. I think he's 113K. But not much cricket has been played at Kazali's in the past. I actually think this may be the first T20 match that's uh, for round one that's going to be played at Kazali's.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it is a very different venue for T Twenty cricket. But um, love, love the initiative from uh, BBL starting it in in a, in a uh, more remote setting than a more you know traditional setting like the SCG or the MCG. But Michael Neezy, you you mentioned him, and I was going to mention him a little later on, but he is one that is currently also sitting in on my bench. Probably a tad expensive to have someone on the bench, but geez, on his recent form, uh, playing for... um, for queensland 136 and then he's also taken quite a few wickets as well too so we he's a fantastic uh all-rounder and at 107 there's probably a little bit of value there to be had so i really like him as a player and fingers crossed he does do well in that uh that opening round at kazali stadium against the renegades
0: as a you and I are once again helping out the Herald Sun with Supercoach BBL content. My article outlining how to build a winning team went live last week. Your L-plate guide is on the way out, hopefully coming this week. And a fixture guide is also on the way from both of us. Get around it. They're good articles because we wrote them, so you know they're good.
1: Yeah, no, it's fantastic to be able to work with um, people at the Herald Sun as well too, uh, and to have that that content distributed to multiple avenues across the News Limited brand too. So in the Advertiser and in the West, so get around it, as Damo said. It's a, you know great. It's been a great opportunity for the both of us, and you know we're going to be bringing you more articles as we have before, and more content through these podcasts and just you know the normal content that we bring on Jock Reynolds as well too. So. it's content galore this season. We hope that uh, it helps everyone be an absolute perfect super coach.
0: Let's talk about some other fixtures that have happened. Um, England were too good for Australia in the recent T20 International Series. Game one was a real run fest at Optus Stadium. And then it was another exciting contest at Monica Oval for game two before the third game got rained out to no result. The biggest story out of those three games, though, was probably Marcus Stoinis. Mm-hmm. He comes in to Supercoach priced at 83k, so he's a bargain. But in game one, he hit 35 of 15, and he was back bowling, t- taking a wicket from three overs. And then in game two, he backed it up again with three wickets in four overs and hit 22 of 13. So he's one that at 83k, especially with the Stars double, that he's someone who you at least want to loop off the bench.
1: Yeah, 100% agree there, Damo. I mean, he will probably likely be one of the highest owned players, probably behind Rashid Khan and Glenn Maxwell. Just be purely on purely on value, but also he's a big name player. He's um, brought some massive scores in Supercoach uh, in the past. I think there was also, there was a 260 a couple of seasons ago. So, geez, if that happens in round once, owners will be incredibly happy. But I think the main thing is that we are just really happy to see Stonis bowling once again. He's always had injury concerns. He's always had side strange worries. Fingers crossed there is nothing that happens between now and the 13th of December, but It is a real watch that space. If he's fit and firing, lock him in.
0: Well, you mentioned Glenn Maxwell before. What about Glenn Maxwell? Didn't play game one, but scored eight off 11 in game two and eight off nine in the third game, which was ultimately rained out to no result, as we said. At 184K, he is expensive and the Stars do start their season at the MCG where he loves loves the deck. He's one that if you don't start it, you're going to regret it. And it might be one of those selections where you have to play the percentages and just ride it like everyone else.
1: Yeah, and I've been quite harsh on Maxwell um, on previous seasons. And it, he is a very frustrating player. Um, but you're right. He's probably one that you don't really want to miss out on, especially when he goes big. Uh, last season, we had um he you know opening scores of four off twelve, yeah uh, four runs off twelve balls, sixteen off twenty eight, wasn't great. Then lo and behold, against the Sixers, a hundred and three off seventy one, and just put in a huge score and it's those huge scores that are the difference in Supercoach and he is a known performer. Yeah, it's a tad high, but I mean this is much like a risk versus reward game and Maxwell is the type of player that he is all risk. But boy, you love watching him when he's on.
0: And if you look at the England side, you had Alex Hales at Optus Stadium go absolutely bananas. He was making the Australian bowlers look ridiculous with, the, some, of the, with some of the balls that he was hitting.
1: Yeah, Hales is an interesting one. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, yeah, he was electric in that first game, eighty four off fifty one. But the tides then turned in the next couple of games, four off seven, and then a duck. Is that really the type of sort of? inconsistencies you'd like to see Damo
0: in the double game week that first score would set you up pretty well even if he doesn't back it up in the second game so he's definitely one that i think at 130k will be a decent starting selection even if you offload him after the thunders double, double game weeks the sheffield shield matches have started and so has the marsh cup what can we take from these games? Because T20 is a different beast compared to these slower, longer formats.
1: Yeah, there's there's a little bit you can always take out, especially just taking note of who's in form. Um, someone like Josh Felipe, who um, scored 81 off 50 against Victoria most recently. at The um, City Power Centre in St Kilda is one that I'm sure people will be keeping a, a, an eye on. Um, Cam Bancroft, seventy-eight. He's always one that's just always a bit of a tease. Um, but one that's probably really just uh, sitting in the back of my mind is one that I'm gonna keep an eye on is Will Sutherland for the for the uh, the Renegades. Sixty-two-five. probably the best value rookie pick I reckon at this stage.
0: Yeah, 24 off 18 in the one day against WA, and then he's got some form. He took two wickets.
1: And what, I mean, it, you, you probably can't really take much uh, from the other West Australia-Victoria game that uh, saw... Cam Bancroft score 100, Peter Hanscom scored 281, and Sam Harper with 132 not out. So, as as we were saying, there is some things that you can take from these games, but also bio-beware as well too. It can catch some people out with some ridiculous outliers, I'd say, as a statistician.
0: There is one name that is quite a popular selection in BBL Supercoach, who is getting into some form, Darcy Short. Mm. He looks like he, his passion has reignited for cricket.
1: Yeah. And that's always a good thing to see, and Short is another one of those players, just much like Stoinis, who has uh, brought so much joy for Supercoach players over the years. And comes into this season at 148. I think that's probably about right for his average. But if he does get into some form, you don't really want to be missing out having him. But I think for the moment, in those early rounds, uh, I will sort of keep him at bay. But I'll be keeping a close eye on, that's for sure.
0: Mm, So 87 of 118 in the Sheffield Shield match. The first innings for WA. And then uh, 39 not out from 63 balls in the second innings where WA um, effectively didn't get it done. And the match was eventually drawn after Victoria had a great first innings. And, but um, once again, I mean, he is one that is quite popular in teams and well, if this is the reason there's nothing to tell them not to pick him up really.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But probably the one name that's been sticking out for me, and it's going beyond Sheffield Shield and the Marsh Cup and actually going into Premier Cricket and having a look at Queensland Premier Cricket, good old fan favourite Cameron Boyce is back into some incredible form, sitting fourth overall on the wicket-taking list with 24 wickets at 5 for 14 in the first-grade competition. Now, he comes in at 171,000 in in Supercoach this season, now playing for the Adelaide Strikers, having moved in the off season. Could you see yourself picking somebody like Cam Boyce, Damo, or is that 171 just too much, given that he hasn't really played a lot of BBL cricket for a while?
0: It almost will come down to whether you pick Cam Boyce or Matt Short.
1: And If it's of the two, I'm sure uh, you'd probably go Short just because of the bat bowl option.
0: Not necessarily. I mean, there is the worry in the back of my head that Matt Short's season last year was a flash in the pan, but Boyce has always had the form. It's mm. just he spent a lot of time out of the game and then came back and took a little while to get into it before absolutely going bang 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 at the end of the season so well, now yeah, that he's back in form mm. now that he's taking these numbers in Premier cricket does he now come in and take Matt shorts overs for the Adelaide strikers?
1: Look quite potentially I mean the strikers have got a very healthy bowling lineup this um, this season. Um, you know, and especially with uh, international New Zealand player Colin de grandhome coming in as well, who can uh, roll the arm over. I mean, there's plenty there. And it's, you know, other players like Wes Agar and, as well. It's going to be an interesting one for, for the strikers. Um, But I think Cam Boyce, he is one that he will be guaranteed four overs. And given past form, as we've said, that he is a known wicket taker. But at 171000 G, it's a gamble.
0: Is it more of a gamble to pick him up or Matt Short?
1: Boyce. Purely because I, th- I think if with Matt Short, you've got that batting opportunity. Whereas Cameron Boyce is likely to come in probably at the very bottom of the order, whereas Matt Short definitely won't. But you're right. It's going to be whether... Um, he gets the overs like he did previous seasons, which is something it's going to be hard to say so early on in the game.
0: And we know that um, the strikers coach doesn't like to select more than a couple of spinners in games. So you'd think Rashid Khan gets one. And Matt Short might be selected on his batting. But if Boyce is also playing... You probably wouldn't expect Matt Short to get many overs, if if any at all.
1: No. I mean, he'll still come up in the top of the order. Um, so he's maximising his run scoring capability there. It's just... Yeah, the overs is going to be interesting. I mean, in the first half of the BBL season last year, he was only getting the one over and then the tide turned in the second half and that's where he's scoring just absolutely exploded. He was given more overs and he was able to take more wickets. So it's going to be an interesting one, but I'm still sticking with him. Uh, Again, purely because of the batting option versus um, Boyce's bowling option. Because, again, we have seen shorter games happen when a team's bowled out and then the bowlers don't get that too many overs. Whereas if you're a opening batsman like Short, well, you're guaranteed to at least get some runs on the board.
0: The T20 World Cup has begun. There is one name that I have my eye on throughout Ooh. this whole
1: series. Do share. Trent Bolt. Yep. One... Well, a big-name player who was one of the top picks in this new BBL draft. Very interesting one coming into the stars. 180,000. I'm just not too sure on him at the moment. I need to see a little more, but he is enticing given the double.
0: He's probably more enticing than Nathan Kilton-Nile, who is a pretty similar bowler.
1: Again... Nathan Coulter Nile, we know, takes wickets and at 100,000. He's actually currently, believe it or not, sitting on my bench, Nathan Coulter Nile. I've always appreciated him and I think it could be a very handy loop option with that first game.
0: My worry for me with Nathan Coulter Nile is in a double game week, is he going to be guaranteed yeah. to play that second game? They do like to rest him
1: this is true that the benefit that they have versus other times is that the diff- the time span between stars first two games is a tuesday and a friday they're not back to back or they're not within 48 hours there's a decent enough gap that maybe just maybe they'll actually go with him but again just depends on how match fit he is come round 1 but watch this space Are we done? I think so. Yeah, I was—I was going to say I wasn't—I sure, was going to start wrapping it up, but I thought no, nah, look, I'll let you do that. But I was going to type it in. But yes, wrap.
0: <laughs> we got like ten minutes through, and we, and we were—and we, I thought—and we were already at the end of my notes, and I was like, "Quick, pat it out, pat it out, pat I it mean, out." We're
1: always, we're always pat it out. That's fine. Okay. Um, do you want me to end it, or are you happy to end it?
0: No, nah, I got it. That's it from us for now. Thank you for joining me, Azza.
1: Absolute pleasure as always, Damo. Looking forward to uh, providing more content along the next few weeks as we get closer to December 13th for round one. If
0: you haven't signed up for Supercoach BBL yet, go and do it. It's 100% free. You can sign up. You can create your team, create a league with your workmates, your family, your friends, whoever you want to. And then there's also SuperCoach Plus that you that you have the option to pay for if you would like some extra stats available to you. You don't need them, but it is a very very good tool that I highly recommend.
1: And it all and it also helps the um the guys out that work you know tirelessly behind the scene as well too. Most of them are volunteers that don't get paid, so it is also another way to just to say thank you to those people that work behind the scenes
0: that's it from us we'll talk to you next time
1: bye